If you're the kind of dad who takes his family on long road trips and sings the lyrics to popular songs wrong, then this is the podcast for you. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We are the podcast celebrating the dads, wherever they may be from, whatever they might do. Welcome to the season premiere, the long-awaited season premiere for season number eight. We're calling this one Dad Over Troubled Waters. Like a dad over troubled waters. Coach, I'm very impressed. That is the kind of singing that only somebody three beers in, maybe four, at any roadside bar could could push out. Well, so. just in case no one got the reference, I want to make sure that they had it. Musically. Oh, that's what I do for people, for our listeners. Why the reference to Simon and Garfunkel? It's because we've got a great dad on the program today to kick off Season 8. His name is Pete, and his daughter is the very talented, up-and-coming singer, singer-songwriter, Chloe. And she's actually going to perform for us a little later on. Live on in the house. In, in the, the den. den. In the den. In the Live den. Live in the den. Yeah, not in a lot den. of singing. Uh, happens in the den. Usually a lot of shouting and screaming. Screaming, yelling, laughing. Oh, tons of laughing. But definitely not much singing. Tons of laughing. So of talented singers, of real oh, singers. Yeah, absolutely. We yeah. just we just record and watch them. Yes. So that's what we've got yes. on tap here. For <laughs> I haven't lost it, Coach. Keep working it. Uh, that's what we've got on tap here for Season 8. This is going to be a great season. Uh, I know we've taken a lot of time off. Uh, but we needed the break. But we also peppered in a few specials. We had a couple specials. You yeah. know what? We had a summer. I mean, happy summer. School is starting. Yep. It's been, an eventful, it's been an eventful summer for you. Yep. It's been an eventful summer for me, and I'm sure we'll talk about it in a few minutes, but yep. we, we, we need to spend time with our family, our mishpacha. That's, that's right. That's right. The whole, that's uh, family for those who don't speak Jewish. Yep. Yep. So you learned something here. You know, yes. It's a multicultural kind of show. And I know many of you said, hey, where was that? Dad Geek special that you promised us. So yeah, here, here's the deal with the Dad. Geeks. It wasn't our fault. It wasn't us we didn't try. No, no. One of our one of our Dad Geeks, uh, our, our good friend Chris, was convalescing. He had some surgery, wasn't feeling so hot, but he has committed to doing an episode in season with the other Dad Geeks. Where and we're we didn't feel about, right not having him. We just no, felt like you, leaving you, him out was wrong. You cannot. You can. It's just like the the Rolling Stones without Mick Jagger. I don't want to go see the no, Rolling no, Stones without Jagger. Not going to happen. We're all about inclusivity. Yeah. And like, we just couldn't do it. We just couldn't do not it. Not only inclusivity, right. but yeah. inclusion. Inclusion at most. We, we want both. Absolutely. And Diversity and equity. <laughs> <laughs> way to be woke. Way to be now. Hashtag me now. You do. And we have so much to talk about with the, with the Dad Geeks, with all the streaming and the movies that are coming out. Oh my and gosh! So it was like ones. drinking water from a fire hose this uh-huh. past year. Just yeah. so much coming at you. Quite the spigot. Uh, Quite the spigot, Coach. It was a lot of fun. I have a hard time keeping up, but uh, we made it here. We've got uh, a first episode of season eight. Yeah. Who would have thunk it? Well, I think we were thinking about it at the end of season seven. Well, we're like, oh, that's that's like Labor Day. That's Labor Day. We'll work on it then. Yeah. And here we are on Labor Day. On Labor <laughs> Day. Finishing the episode. Finishing up our episode with a great guest. And we've got a great season ahead. Great season ahead. Lots of very interesting guests. Um, authors, people in entertainment, of course, the dad geeks. We want to get that off the ground. Really interesting people, really interesting dads, but also a lot of dads that just like do things in the places where you shop and do things in the mm-hmm. community. Yep, yep. And yep, uh, for yep. us, that's that's what it's all about. It's you know the the dads that are doing really remarkable things, but also the dads that uh, are, you know just just trying to put it all together. Just like you and me, two random dads living in the den. Living the dad's life. Living the dad. Living the dad's life in the den. In the den. Wow, like a, we're bad to the dad. Yeah. No, I love it. That's and that's what we're all about. And not bad isn't bad, but bad isn't good. Well, we said that in the first episode. Just of in season case someone one. Had bad isn't good. Just in case someone hasn't been around that long, they're just yeah. joining us in for the first time. Not evil. Not evil. We're not evil dads. No, we're not evil. We're, we're good dads. With a good attitude. Yeah, like you're bad, dude. Like you're yeah. good. Yeah. So sort of like Michael Jackson's just, bad. Yes, yeah, bad, bad. Exactly, yeah. Michael Jackson bad. Yeah. Even though. We'll leave that just there. We'll just leave it right there. But yeah, bad. Okay. Isn't good. Okay. Way to just slam on the brakes there. Had to. Had yeah. to. Didn't want to go there. Very cool. How you doing? How you been? I'm doing good. Had a great summer. Great yeah. summer. I know we got a whole lot of show to get to, but just to uh, to hone in on some of the highlights, took uh, the son and the wife yeah. to California while my daughter was on a, 
a service trip around the country. And it's been a few years since I've been to California. We uh, did a stadium tour. We hit you did a lot of driving. Stadiums. You did a lot of driving. Yes, we did. We started in L.A. Mm -hmm. and saw the Dodgers mm -hmm. and then drove all the way up the coast, stopping mm -hmm. in Santa Barbara and Pebble Beach. And then we saw the San Francisco Giants and the Oakland A's and then drove all the way back, back down the coast to see the Padres. And we're so glad that we did that. Had a lot of fun. So if anybody's interested in information about those west coast stadiums uh, feel free to hit me up that was but really cool you had a pretty busy summer that's nice the, the the one takeaway i had though is the time we spent in beverly hills Ooh, california california 90210 that that's right as and they're bringing back that show for yeah. some reason i don't know why but uh, first um you know i've noticed a different kind of culture so like even the rich culture people that well, live with you, rich you money. You went to school out there, right? So, <laughs> I went to you know, University of Southern yeah, Cal. So correct. not too far. Not too far. But, uh, first live of all, I, I don't know why the motorcycle cops have to drive BMWs. Well, uh, can you not stop crime in a Honda? No, BMW bikes are just much faster, but very auto works. I I guess so, and I guess when you get arrested, you probably feel even uh, more low down, right? Even more degraded. When you, got a cop, being, yes. when you got a cop on a, on a motorcycle that costs like three times more than the car you well, got pulled over. It's a BMW. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it has some great, you know, great edging and great, you know, it has good handling but on I, the road. I expect like the Punch and John. I like the chips, you know, when those guys were on those sort of that, old that school was old. This, is, this is now new school. Yeah, yeah. And um, I have to tell you, the homeless. Yeah. The homeless oh, they're all, have, oh my god! But they have expensive tastes they too. They have extremely, and, and if you don't give it to them, yeah, like I'm not gonna eat this stuff. This is below me. Well, so I it's I, a bologna sandwich. I need no. my caviar. I and need, I need my steak sandwich. Coupons. I need my, my steak sandwich and a uh, steak sandwich <laughs> and a Bloody Mary. Yes, but you know, I, I was uh, going to get breakfast with my son uh, just at a McDonald's. Quick, quick yeah. breakfast, and this homeless guy accosted me and said, "Excuse me, sir, I'm hungry. I'm homeless. Would you mind getting me breakfast?" I got a heart. Yeah. I'm altruistic. I yeah. said, you know what? I'm going to get you a muffin. You got a big heart. I got to get you a muffin and an orange juice. You got him a muffin and an orange juice. Wasn't no. even good enough. Wasn't well, he, good said, enough. he said, well, I would really prefer mm -hmm. a Big Mac sandwich, fries, and Coke. Well, yeah. Who wouldn't? I said, when did the homeless start negotiating? Well, because. I mean, who wants who wants a muffin and orange juice? We can have a Big Mac. All right. But I'm on vacation. Uh, you know, I'm on vacation. Hard-earned hard money here. Well, you know these these even the the extra value meals in McDonald's in California are like value. twelve dollars. Not even much of a value. And he says to me, "Well, why don't you get the extra value meal? That way you will save money." Oh, that's a good I said, idea. I said, "Who is going to save money?" He is thinking out for your your, your yeah. financial benefit. Yeah, if you get because if you just get the sandwich, it's going to cost you more than the fries and the coke. I said, "Thank you, Mister Homeless Economist." Well. Clearly has an education. But I'm not saving any money here. Wow. But you like still it's a, it's so what did you do? What did you settle on? said it's a win-win. I go, said it's a you-win. Did, you did you go with a muffin or did you give him the burger? Well, here's the deal. I hadn't made the decision when I got in line, but the problem was, you know, nobody's working. Well, it's all, all. it's all automated now. No, but even even so, you still need to rely <laughs> oh, on somebody to take your order. Yeah. There was yeah. like one person working. There was a one person working the register mm -hmm. and one person working the fries and the yeah, muffins yeah, and all yeah. that. The line was so long. I walked out. I said, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> You're going to have to I go just, hungry. I can't, I can't wait. I'm time. hungry. I got, a, I got a full day. I'm, my, I'm hungry. My kid's hungry. You know what? Stay hungry. He gave me this look. Like, <laughs> like you cheap what, bastard. What good are you? Yeah, what cheap thanks, bastard. Thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. And guess what? He got nothing. He got nothing. You're welcome. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. That was, interesting that's, that's, that's right. I didn't expect our story to go that direction. Well, you know, you're a sociology professor. Yes, so I, I figured you'd appreciate... I, you know, charity, taking well, care of the poor, but and also... And here's someone who just uh, gets upset because you went line, long no, line. No good deed? No no good deed no goes good unpunished. Deed. And because, how about yourself, Coach? Uh, great summer. Girls away at camp all summer. Oh, all right. <clears throat> so we had seven weeks. Uh-huh. A lot of fun. Uh, Jess and I uh, did our fair share of uh, hanging out, doing things. We actually had a very nice time. It was great. It was weird. It was weird, but uh, we got our letters from our kids, huh. and uh, it was a good summer. I don't... Uh, Nothing specific other than the fact that my wife and I, Jess and I, went to the beach a lot, so we got a little tanned. Mm -hmm. uh, we had some good meals, uh, and we had some really good meetings. Yeah. Some really solid meetings. Meetings? Yes. Meetings. With, yes. An, with an agenda, Coach? Oh, there's always an agenda with our yeah. meetings, and usually it ends up with a uh, very... The ending meeting is always about good and welfare. Okay. So it was always a, yeah. a good meeting. And is one adjourned before the other? Sometimes that does happen. Sometimes it does happen. For the yeah. most part, we, we, we mutually agree it's time to depart. Uh -huh. Meeting is over simultaneously. Excellent. And it's a si simultaneous cease of meeting. Go You go into your separate streaming yes. video corners. And then, which, which uh, exactly, I usually watch mine and everything uh -huh. else. So it's, it was a good time. Good. It was a good, good meetings and uh, couldn't, couldn't complain. 
Uh, it was warm out. Wow, it was really hot. Really it was hot. Really summer. hot. Missed the girls. Uh, my oldest two, of course, they're busy. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw my dad for you know for you know for for Father's Day at the beginning, but now it's all back time for school. Back to school. It and is craziness, you know. Wow. And, and of course, this year was big difference because the Chandlers and Nathans did not go to OBX. And I really feel like there was a void. Oh, I totally feel it, that. It, it, and it doesn't feel like we had a summer because we didn't end up in OBX. So yeah, I, I blame like the Chandlers. It's a culminating vacation. I blame the, the Chandlers. But uh, Although times I could, change. I could blame my wife because uh, she had to work for school. Uh-huh. So I know she felt guilty. Uh, but she's the one that gets health care. So uh, who might have, who's <laughs> yeah. to complain? Hard to argue. <laughs> Hard to argue. All right, you know, we'll get back there somehow, some way. We will. Hey, we're back. Yeah. We're fired up about season number oh. eight. Oh my God! It's yeah, gonna be we awesome. had our hundredth last year. Now we're going for like a hundred and whatever it is. Whatever it is, we're gonna yeah. uh, we're gonna knock this one out of the park. We we seem to get better and better. We're like a fine fine bourbon. You, oh bourbon! Yeah, you only get better uh, with you age. Like the bourbon round. Well, I had yeah. to because we well, like we're bourbon. aged eight, almost eight years now. Yeah, almost so eight years. This is gonna be great. Out of a fine oak barrel. <laughs> so coming up, my friends, we've got Pete and singer songwriter Chloe right here on Bad to the Dead. Keep it here. Hi everyone, Adam D here. You know that Bone Daddy logo that graces all of our social media accounts and some of our swag too? That is the work of Berman Branding led by Becky Berman. Becky does a phenomenal job with graphic design. She knows her way around a website, but she does so much more. She's also a web strategist and can help your business, small, medium, or large, have a much stronger presence. She'll give you some great ideas as to how to Get your brand in front of the eyeballs of your target audience. So, visit Becky's Instagram site, at Berman Branding. You can also check out her website, www.bermanbranding.com. It's Berman Branding for all of your graphic design, web design, social media, and marketing strategies. Berman Branding. Bad to the Dead with Coach Randy and Adam D. This is the podcast celebrating suburban dad life. Social media, never more addictive than it has been now. And you know what's really addictive? The at Bad to the Dad social media platforms. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. And you can follow us on Facebook. And if you want to follow Coach Randy and me, Adam D, on LinkedIn, the business networking site, please feel free to follow us on that platform as well. We also have a website which is badtothedad.com, where you can learn about your host, you can learn about our guests, you can learn about the Bad to the Dad story, and you can also download every podcast that we have put forth in these last seven plus one seasons plus specials. That's badtothedad.com. Want to interact with us? You certainly can. We have an email, good old-fashioned email. Contact us at badtothedad.com. Once more, that's contact us at badtothedad.com. Do you have a show idea? Do you have a guest idea? Do you have some feedback on an episode that you just heard? Well, please contact us at badtothedad.com. Coach. Adam D. In May. In May. We had the great pleasure and privilege of That seems so being, long ago now. I, I know. And I think that was the hottest day on record. It was and that one was of the hottest May. day. Yeah, Hotter May. than any day we had in June oh or July. Gosh. It was like uh, sauna hot. It, it was a, a great event yeah. because it was so good for the community. You know, times are tough. Right, a lot of animosity out there, so it's good that we could use music. That and was a comedy. love fest. It was a love fest. It was the love and unity fest. So a lot of people right. came for love, and yeah. they got love and, and unity. unity. Yeah, you know, at no extra charge, which I thought was good. Well, I couldn't believe that the unity came so freebie. I mean, I was expecting sometimes you have to pay more for unity. No, no, but this was a package deal. Yeah, and uh, the the beauty of this this program is so you and I got to co-host a portion of the show. Oh, that's right. We were co-hosting. We introduced musicians. We did that. Um, you helped lead the Cupid Shuffle. We did a Cupid Shuffle to everybody. Yeah. And no one like, thought it was going to work. And we had the police officer up there. Everybody was, the kids were there. It was quite, quite I didn't see you Cupid Shuffling. You're not a very good Cupid well, Shuffler. I, uh, I, was, I was admiring your Cupid Shuffling, but I was just happy that nobody got hurt yeah. during the Cupid Shuffle. There's a couple of a certain angles, age, yeah. you do the Cupid Shuffle, and, and, and hips go out, and knees go out, but uh, everybody was on scale. We had ice in case there was any kind of... A lot of ice. Yeah, yeah, thank God for those food trucks. But, you know, one of the, I think, happy accidents of 
participating in this program and, and hosting this program was we got to meet a lot of musicians that we had never met before. And I think one of the musicians that completely floored us was this girl, Chloe. I say girl, but young woman, Chloe. Young she, woman? She's like almost graduating college uh, now. We're going to talk a little bit about that. So she is a singer-songwriter, mm-hmm. up and coming. Um, I heard some of her songs. I'm like, well, this girl really needs to be on the radio. You have I mean, to get her. We need, we need, we need to. to. We need to do some YouTubing. We need to, you know. Oh, you said that so right. Like, you know what all the cool kids do now. Well, fortunately, I have a teenage daughter that, yeah. you know, schooled me on what I should say on this podcast. But, you know, they say behind every great young performer is a great parent, father, mother, sometimes both. And this is a show about dads. All about dads. So, this is a very, very long preamble, so oh let's gosh. jump right into what it. What are you building up to, What well, are you building up I'm, to? I'm building up to an introduction <laughs> to Pete and Chloe. Pete and Chloe, we are so thrilled Woo! that you can help us kick off season number eight of the Bad to the Dad podcast. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the you. dead. Thank welcome you to so the much dead. for having us here, yes. Pete, I want to start with you. Yes, sir. Um, first of all, so you have a, a daughter who's a, who's a musician. Is your family like the Von Trapp family where everyone's a musician, or is it is it just Chloe who's got um, the musical talent? Actually, um, my grandmother, she used to play the piano, and she she was a bit famous, actually, back in the what, 40s, 50s. Really? Yeah, and after that, then I started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you were musically inclined, too? Yeah, I was actually in the band, too. What was the name of your band? It was EC Tribe. We used to do Latin house music back down in 1985. EC Tribe? EC Tribe, yeah. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. No, never heard of them? No. Okay, but... Uh, where can we find them? <laughs> they, well, we're on YouTube. We're everywhere. But we're on YouTube. I'm going to yeah, go. Yeah, you could Google. Yeah, you could Google us and we're there. EC Tribe. <laughs> but you mentioned your grandmother was very famous, though. Yeah. Yes, yes. And what was her name? Her name was Betty McEntee. It was way back when, 40s. And um, so... This what, kind of music did she, what kind of music did she play? Uh, classical? Classical? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Brahms and yeah, Mozart stuff, yeah. and Beethoven? Well, yeah. Those are the only those composers are the that you know. know? That's about as far as <laughs> I can go. Let's stop there. Before this gets out of hand, that's, I start testing my music. And then you start making up my, my music theory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so I guess, yeah, started from there. And uh, of course, now Chloe mm-hmm. is doing her thing. And, you know, hopefully her career will take off. Yeah. And, and you, have, uh, you have a twin sister, right, Chloe? Yes, I do. And uh, is she. Musical as well. I would say she is, but she doesn't pursue music. But she would say she's method. not. Um, I, I, I mean, Less she, than she you. plays piano. Oh, she, she likes to piano. play the piano. Do you ever sing together? No, I mean, she doesn't really sing a lot, so she doesn't play piano. Does she play own. chopsticks? No. <laughs> you do? I could. Bump, bump, I knew bump, your, your bump, dad bump, was a music bump, teacher. My dad too. was a music teacher. And that's the best we got. That's the best. Is chopsticks on the piano. <laughs> that's, I was a very good piano. My brother was. He was the one that's who was right. recording yeah, engineer. He was the, he was the musical guy. We love musicians in our family. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, and so you played the bongo drum? No, 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 no. <laughs> I need to assume that every Hispanic performer plays a bongo drum. I, I, he's he's not, not everybody's he's Ricky Ricardo. I, yeah, someone's got to play well, the bongo I'm drum. I'm Spanish, so he might be half Korean. <laughs> Life is all about the bongo drum. That's right. Oh, man, that's funny. That is funny. No, we used to, uh, we used to sing uh, Latin house music, okay. singing dance. So okay. like in a boy band, basically. Mm-hmm. You were like in a boy band? Yeah, so three guys. Yeah. Vamos a la playa? <laughs> Okay, and don't say, don't be a star at the Bibliotheque. <laughs> Come on, those were, that was Menudo. Oh, no. Well, I thought Menudo was at the shopping mall, right? Wasn't that, was wasn't it? At the yeah. shopping mall, yeah. There's a documentary, actually, about uh, Menudo coming out. Coming yeah, there is. It's coming out. Not wow. already. Wow. So, uh, you were a boy band. Yeah. And, uh, a couple of years. Now, did you just sing without the music in the background, or were there people that played the instruments? No, no, they just play the, the music in the background, and we'll sing okay. and dance. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, was your, what was your go-to move? What was your dance move? <laughs> Uh, what they call house back in the days. <laughs> was it was it like a spin or is it like a shuffle? No spin, no. Was it like was it like the salsa or was it? Uh, no, that's no. way off. That's, that's way, way off. Yeah. yeah. But actually, I I, I actually um, got in that band. Like somebody actually hooked me up in that band. I yeah. didn't want to do that. I actually wanted to be a salsa singer. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I wanted to See? do. See, we're kindred spirits. I wanted to be a salsa singer too. Yeah. 
I just didn't have the accent. Uh, my, my money would be on Pete. If, if, if it was a competition like uh, America's Got Salsa you know, Talent, it's, it's, it's a forbidden for dance, you know. Yeah, yeah well, so, that's why people are doing it. Yeah, so that's exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. But I, uh, I knew people that you know, I knew people. So yeah. I had a guy come up to me and say, "Listen, man, they're looking for one more guy in this band. I don't know if you want to do that first. Yeah. And then work your way into Look at that. your own band. Yeah. Yeah. But." You know, they promised me the world. Oh, yeah, you yeah. join our group, then we'll do the salsa with you. Yeah. you know? But it never worked out. So I, I got stuck in that band, you know, uh -huh. that group, the boy band. And it was good. I mean, you know, we performed all over. We, we performed with all the freestyle singers. It's funny because oh, wow. we were, we, we used to sing Latin house music, but we were thrown in with like salsa players, merengue players, bachata players. Uh, we bachata? Played, yeah. <laughs> That's something you see in a summer camp. Freestyle, yeah. freestyle music, you know, yeah. freestyle is. Yeah. So we used to perform with all those people too. So, so did you have like a stage name? What, my, myself? No, just a group. Your name was just Pete? Yes, Pete. Mm -hmm. Pete on the bongo <laughs> drum? No, no bongo. <laughs> Do you know if girls had posters of you in their rooms? Yes. I don't know. Did you have posters? There's like a very famous, like, I mean, it's not very famous, but like, there's some, like, their, their band name is like EC Tribe, and it's mm -hmm. like the three of them, like the four of them, mm -hmm. like, on the record, like, yeah. in pose. Like, record, like old school LP. Yeah, yeah we gotta find yeah, this on, the, on oh, Google. We gotta it's find it just because, yeah. you know, online, Google yeah. never disappoints. I know. Yeah, it's online. Did yeah, you wear, yeah. like, any kind of face paint or any kind of makeup? No, no. I'm just thinking maybe it's a Latin version of Kiss. It's I don't know. Kiss. It's, 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 a, it's a boy band. Well, but Kiss was a boy band. Sink with it. paint on their face. I'm half Latin, but I'm also Jewish and Irish. Look at this one. We are tribesmen. We are tribesmen. That's why you're EC tribe. Exactly. That's what we know it. See, I knew it. I said He's I a tribesman. I love that. He's like oh, a, a food court. Absolutely. <laughs> he's, a, he's a full buffet. Oh, my God. All you can eat. finding out about our guest. Oh, this my God. Brilliant. He's definitely in the, in the right yeah. house. What a, what a combination there. So, Pete, i got to ask you. So, yeah. you were in this band, right? And this is before you were a father, right? No, I actually... Um, I had my... I already had my first son, Peter. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He actually so used to see me How many total kids too. do you have? Four. Four? Mm -hmm. Four. I, yeah. Two boys and two girls, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You got a full... Like, yeah, that's like a double. That's really great. Well, that's two, that's two of each, pair. Two of each two pair. pair. Yeah, that's not bad. A game of poker. The only bit that is a full house. <laughs> it's also not bad if you're, you know, starting your own version of the Latin Brady Bunch. But, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you have two. Two sons are older. Yes, one is. And 30. then of course you had twin daughters, yes, which yeah, kind of yeah. complete the uh, the deal. Correct. Mm -hmm. All right. And so he was around when you were. Salsing and dancing. Well, not salsa, but yeah. yeah. I know, I'm really stuck on salsa. I'll figure it out. He's stuck on salsa. I'll figure it out. Well, he's talking <laughs> about himself salsa dancing, and it's... Uh, that is so going, it's was it here in the United States? Yes, of, co of course. Well, I don't know. It could be anywhere in the... In, so, so, was it in, in New Jersey? Uh, New York. New York? All New York, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Is that where you grew up? Yes, I grew up in New York. Yeah. I where did the Jewish side of your family come from? Uh, what do you mean? Like, from here? Like, from here. Well, you're part Jewish. Yes, yeah, but my all well, my my family were from here. Oh, everybody's here from locally. All right, very nice. And you're from you're not asking him to do like an ancestry.com. No, I'm looking to figure out Jewish geography. We got to know people in common. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet we do. We might even be related. It could be because we all met at Mount We can't relate with one another. We can at least be related. So and so what? I guess uh, you, you're having a family and you're doing the boy band and what? It just doesn't work out. Yeah. Yes, uh, like I said, I wanted to do something mm -hmm. else, and you know they promised me the world, and we didn't do it. Mm -hmm. So and then what happened after that? Uh, that was it. Do you, do you find that that's typical in the music industry? You have producers and managers say, "Oh, we're going to oh, tour yes. all over the world. We're going to have like a five record yes, deal." That happens a lot, definitely yeah. a lot. Yeah, Always a lot of happens. expectations. Yes, mm -hmm. they they promise everything, and it doesn't go anywhere. And so, but you didn't come. You didn't become bitter over the music industry just because of uh, some people like get mad and angry. They just completely walk away. It sounds like. Somehow. No, no, I, I wasn't. You know, I was, a, I was a little upset, but you know what? Uh, I already had, I already had one kid, and mm -hmm. had a second one. So I was like, you know what? It's not gonna happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I was already twenty six, twenty seven. Mm -hmm. I already gave up on it. That's impossible. You so, look like you're barely thirty five. He's a young dude. Yeah. We're gonna show pictures on social media, but like you're thirty five. Like a young dude. How can you have a twenty four year old kid if you're thirty five? Well, no, my oldest son is thirty. You had a kid when you were four years old. That's crazy. <laughs> Flattery loves our guests. <laughs> loves our guests. I can tell, Coach, that we've been out of practice for a little while because somebody pulled the ripcord on you, and you sure you sure you haven't been drinking. I have not, which is really oh, great. Oh my God! I'm, well, just, I'm just really okay. excited. We got musicians in the house. Yeah. Who's well? We do. We do. Yeah, we do get excited when there are performers in the day. No, so and so you, 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 I guess you passed on your love of music. 
Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, and are your sons musically involved? No, 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 no. One of my sons is a cop, actually. All right. That's very nice. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. very good. It's yeah. NYPD Blue. Mm-hmm. Right. And you yeah. are into music. Who? What, what turned you on to music? Um, honestly, I I was very small when I started playing guitar. I think it was my my dad. He brought me like one of my first guitars. And I just started playing, but actually before I played guitar, I used to have like a mini xylophone. So I would like wake up really early in the morning and I would just sing like little twinkle, twinkle, little star. How did you feel about that, Pete, hearing that in the morning? Oh, it was amazing. It was great. It was great. <laughs> and the funny thing is that she used to play that and she was like, I think it was like three, four. Was that three like that little yeah, white thing with, right, the, with the, the colors on like things? Yes. Yes. Yeah, like the small, like seven, eight yes. different bars. Yes. And play that it was for blue, hours. yellow, green. It was like a color of a hours. rainbow. Yeah. She'll get up like six in the morning and play that to like nine. Just playing, playing. Yeah. And, and she'll come up to um, um, Mother and I with like little scribbles like she's writing she didn't even know how to write yet and she's writing songs and you remember like, this? Daddy? I have very like few <laughs> yeah. memories but I like have like one vivid memory mm-hmm. like this like rainbow so she'll do a little circle and say this is yeah. my song I just wrote a song so that's where it started wow. for you yeah. for, for, for a songwriter because you're not just a singer you're a songwriter and as yes. we mentioned earlier in this interview you know we had come upon Chloe Singing her own songs. songs. I mean, the song Five Hundred One was my, my favorite that you had performed, and I hope you do that for us yeah. tonight. Yeah. Unless you're tired of performing. No, 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 no. Performers no. can't listen. I just went to the Elton John concert, and he's been singing some of the yeah. songs forever. So yeah. you you got to stick mm-hmm. with your staples because your fans expect that. So did you want your daughter? Did you want Chloe to get involved with music? And, oh yes. As soon yeah. as I heard her, look, I get goosebumps. As soon as I heard her playing those little things, yeah. oh, she's yeah. she's she's going to be into music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it was hard in the beginning because she was so young. Uh, at five years old, I uh, I tried to put her in a, take guitar lessons, right? And it was impossible. Like they kept telling me, no, she has to be at least seven or eight. So um, we put her in a school where she was able to learn how to like read notes, at hmm, least that, guitar, yeah. at least that. Yeah. Little fingers. For two years. Yeah. 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 And then uh, I was able to uh, put her in a school in uh, Lyndhurst, Sweeter Sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and she was there for like good eleven years. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Until I, like yeah. I graduated until high school. I could, yeah. I, I remember they used to have this thing called Yamaha classes. They used to teach mm. my dad let me do it. I hated it. It was like pretty. It was awful. Well, now everyone's learning to play guitar online. Well, that's incredible. You just listen Which, to YouTube. By, yeah. You could probably make money by being a teacher online if you wanted to. Yeah, I, I have an idea about that. Who's your master yeah. class? Well, my daughter's old school. You know, mm-hmm. she doesn't. She's not into none of this Instagram. You're not a TikToker. I. It's been suggested to me to get on social media because yeah. now it's so popular and there's yeah. people literally get famous and they blow up yeah. on their social media. But I, when I first started playing guitar, like you know, I social media wasn't really mm-hmm. big. Yeah. So it's kind of it's been kind of difficult for me yeah. to kind of like adjust from yeah. like performing without social media and then performing. With social media yeah. and then having an online presence as gotcha. well. So, is this your career aspiration, Chloe, to be a singer-songwriter? It is. It is. I I go to college for music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where do so you go to school? I go to school at SUNY Purchase. Oh, SUNY Purchase. Yes. Very nice. Good for you. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I would like to make a career out of what I do as mm-hmm. a singer-songwriter. Are you studying music right now? Yes, I am. I, I'm What's it like having to study all that music theory and all the classical stuff when... You want to write your own stuff, like you know what you need to do and jam out. Yeah. Honestly, <clears throat> I I kind of take it as like advice because everyone goes into music school knowing different things. It's mm-hmm. not like because the way music is taught, it's like sometimes you have to go to an outside source, and mm-hmm. some schools don't have music in their curriculum. Mm-hmm. So you go to college, you may know some things, you may not. So I kind of do this thing where I was told I was kind of like, you take what you like, you leave the rest. But you also apply it to whatever it is that you do. But I, I, I appreciate what I learned because mm-hmm. you learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. You can apply it to your songwriting skills. You can show someone else. It's just how you grow as a musician. Mm-hmm. Purchase, by the way, SUNY Purchase mm-hmm. is actually very well known for theater, mm-hmm. for music. Um, they, they graduated some significant performers, not the mm-hmm. least of which is Wesley Snipes, who's not a singer. Um, nor does he pay his taxes, but, like a lot of people <laughs> like went to Broadway yeah. Yeah. from SUNY Purchase, mm-hmm. so there's like a whole long Did you know that? Yeah, about SUNY Purchase? Is that, is yeah, that why you yeah. selected that school? I actually selected SUNY Purchase because of an old producer that I used to work with. Uh. He suggested that I go to SUNY Purchase for music, and I applied, mm-hmm. and thankfully I got in, because mm-hmm. the major that I'm in is actually 
very hard to get What's in. your major? I'm a studio composition major. Mm-hmm. And right. you had to audition in order to I, get in? Yes. I had oh, to wow. audition to like an online screening. I auditioned. And then they sent me a letter in the mail saying if I got accepted or not. That's right, because you went in as COVID was here. I went in in 2019. Just okay, so, so that just was right before. Right before, yeah. So you had to spend yeah. your first couple of years in COVID stuff. Yeah, yeah, so I didn't even get to finish my freshman year. I spent like a, my sophomore year at home. Mm-hmm. My junior year, I went back. There was still obviously COVID yeah. going on. Everything mm-hmm. was different. And now I'm going back as a senior. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And you write your own music. Yes. And you write your own lyrics. Yes. Uh, what do you like more, writing the music or writing the lyrics? What do you do? How do you? How's that process work? What do you do first? So honestly, I would say it's a little bit of both. When I'm with my guitar, I do like to come up with the progression first, so I, at least I have like some harmony in mind, and I just kind of write whatever I'm feeling. Honestly, um, I kind of like to have my alone time when I write, or sometimes I'll just be walking and I'll see something and like that's very inspiring, or like I'll be doing something. Hey, like I should write a song about that. Um, you keep like a pad with you, just when inspiration hits, you kind of jot it down? Yeah, I write it on my notes. I write a lot of my music um, on my notes app on my phone. Um, but yeah, I, I do like to write more when I have my guitar on. Mm-hmm. So speaking of which, yes, Chloe's got her guitar here. She's got her guitar yeah. here. We know you're going to play. I, want, I just want to ask Dad a quick question. Yeah. So By now the way, we're speaking to Pete and Chloe. Yes. Our... Season premiere guests for episode number eight, and uh, we're waiting in suspense for Chloe to play a song. But please, no, no, I do because I mean, you know, this is the dad show. We you always have to tell me. I, I, I've, right. been, I've been at this with you for you eight know, seasons. We, we ask for dad advice, you know, different things like that. You've yeah. got four kids, two sons, two daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as they're you know embracing this world, what kind of advice do you have for other dads whose kids might be involved with music and want to pursue their, their music career? What kind of advice would you like, dad advice, would like to offer to some of our listeners? Well, I think that um, there's a lot of parents out there that actually, um, when the kids are involved in music and stuff like that, they don't really take it, you know, like it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. They think it's like, oh, it's just one day thing, one week thing. Um, they should take into consideration that um, that's possibly going to be their life. If, you know, if that's their passion, they should actually, you know, help them out and do everything they can. Just and aren't you to, concerned um, she's not going to make any money? No, I'm not. You know why? Because it's not about getting famous. Mm-hmm. It's not about making millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. It's what she wants, mm-hmm. what she likes. Mm-hmm. That's the way she's going to live her Good life. You. And you know what? If she's not famous, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. She'll make it in the music business. Mm-hmm. There's a million people who are performing yeah. in clubs, bars. They make a living. A yeah. They make a yeah. living. And, and Peter, are you her manager at this For juncture? now, I, I try to help her out. You yeah. Know? I try to help her out, and once she finished college, um, we're, I'm going to start really doing way more. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, right now, uh, as a father and you know, as a parent too, I, I would love for her to like start. You know, re- record. We we have recorded a lot of music so mm-hmm. far, anyway, mm-hmm. but we haven't released anything. Mm-hmm. But I, she she's like a bookworm too. She's also like she loves school. Good. Uh-huh. So I'd rather Good. her finish that. Yeah. That's great. Then. Hit the you know hit, try to do her music yeah and now now most so. musicians say they do not have a plan B because they are so confident that they are going to be musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, is there an alternative career path just in case, or we're going all in on music? Um, I would say there's different careers you can choose in the music industry, yeah. so you don't just solely have to be a performer. You can be a teacher, you can be a professor. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that I, I, I honestly, I, my plan B would be either to work at a studio to help co-write songs, to write songs for other musicians, um, but still trying to work in the music industry because mm-hmm. I personally don't make it as a performer, as an artist, but I, I, I am kind of like, Putting all cards on the table, as they would say. Go all out. Yeah. Well, you're young. You've got a very supportive family. You have a family that understands music. So Mm -hmm. I think you've got a lot of the right tools and foundation that's going for you. So looks like you're you're on the right path. Go all out. Yeah. I'm telling you. Do it. No plan B. Only plan A. They always... That's... I feel like that's like a common theme. Just plan A. Just go out and do it. There's a... uh, uh, I, 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 there's two types of music I like, uh, country and western. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see what I did there? Well, there's a lot of range there, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
there was one of the musicians was talking about she was uh, 18, 19 years old and she wanted to be a musician. And uh, what she did is she didn't want to not go after her dream. Mm -hmm. So uh, she got this tattoo like on her hand. Not, not, not giving any ideas about follow your dream, blah, 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 all this mm -hmm. thing. So that no matter what happened, she couldn't go off and be a waitress because it all her hand about all of her oh, dreams. Wow. And so for her, uh, it was, maybe it's Carly Pierce. She's a, a famous, mm -hmm, yeah. uh, uh, and I remember listening to her say that she wanted to make sure that she didn't want to be afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. uh, and that uh, all she wanted to do is just do something to put herself in a situation to where she looked down, she knew exactly what she wanted to do. So music yeah. is, a, is a great, great career. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful thing, and we need lots of music. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. think you're going to play for us a little bit. Uh, right you know, now. we're already big fans, yeah. but we want to try to get you more fans. Mm -hmm. And um, look, I, I keep you know heaping 501 because that's that was my my favorite mm -hmm. tune so you play whatever you want but if you want to happen to play 501 you'd have yeah, a, an appreciative audience here yeah. <laughs> and then if you want to play another song uh towards the end of the interview we we'd love to hear that too you perform as, as much or as little as you want there's no pressure that's the kind of podcast that we run here so four or five so dead pete's already like yeah we're gonna do a full-blown well, concert in the den just for coach randy and yeah. adam you just do whatever you want to play and if you want a little bit here a little bit there a little bit there just jump around and uh almost like a brazil boy band just kind of go out there and uh just, <laughs> just latin latin i'm sorry uh, yeah. latin ec yeah. tribe come on tried. come on i'm working right. on it so we'll talk you about like that you're, you're promoting the group but it's a bit too late you know <laughs> it's never too late no no kate, kate bush i would like had her song yes i'd like yeah. to get you yes, some, some, some retro i mean I, i'm not i'm not a big fan of that song but 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 oh, stranger yeah. things mm -hmm. she's she's back up yeah, you never yeah. know you see tribe can happen a million seller hit now yeah a million seller these guys are playing with these bands they're all seven year old dudes just Throw themselves around. I just these guys are coach. Crazy. Here's my and this is this is the beauty of this you know sort of uh, thinking out loud yeah. portion of our show is if we can find would you be okay if we found an EC Tribe tune to play it on the podcast? No, go ahead. You can. No, as in yes, you can. Yes, yes you can. Okay. okay. Sorry, coach. <laughs> we'll can. find it. We're gonna find it. EC Tribe. I'm gonna find it. Well, it's gonna be an eclectic musical. You'll see. Stew. I, I am. On I am now episode. on a on a wow. treasure hunt. Awesome. So should we give uh, Chloe a chance to kind of. Uh, yourself up, give a second, and then we'll jump back in. Here's Chloe on Dad to the Dad with 501. Stay tuned.
You just heard Chloe on Bad to the Dad singing 501. I know it's my favorite Chloe hit, but you're going to hear a few more a little later on. Chloe, a uh, fabulous song. You know, there used to be the show on VH1, which you're probably too young to remember, but Pete, I think you remember yes, it um, you know, quite vividly. I think it was VH1. It was like the songwriter storyteller show where songwriters would get up and they'd sing their song and then they would talk to the audience about how they constructed that song. So let's do a little bit of that, Chloe, if you're okay with it. Yeah. 501, I don't know I asked you this before mm, at the Love yeah. and Unity Fest. Mm. What's it about? How'd you come up with it? Yeah, so I I honestly, I don't even remember how old I was when I wrote it. I, I feel like I may have wrote it when I was maybe around like 15. Mm. I was very young. Um, it's honestly just a song about being grateful to be alive because I felt that like a majority of my other songs that I, I had written were just about love and I was like I just don't want to write about love like that's all you hear about on the radio like mm -hmm. love this love that like why can't you write enough about... of that love yeah like love. you know like loving <laughs> being alive 501 501 what's yeah. the significance of 501 the significance of 501 is supposed to do the time of my birth Ooh. oh wow yeah in the morning or the evening out a.m. a.m. Yeah. you did that to your poor mother <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, um, yeah, but I, I, I feel like it was just written like how I write my other songs. Like I was just sitting mm -hmm. in my room. I thought of a chord progression. I, I wrote down lyrics. I, I chose carefully what I wanted to say in the song, and I wanted to make sure it was very cohesive. And yeah, I, I and there goes the song. Five hundred one, five hundred one came about. Now, Pete, do you offer any guidance or consultation when Chloe writes her songs, or you just sort of let her run free? No, I'm actually her biggest critic and her biggest oh, you fan. You are her critic. Okay. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Huh. She writes a song. She gives me a copy of it, sends me, texts me a copy, whatever. I listen to it, and I listen to it many times. Chloe, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Ouch. You could ask her. I'm like, Chloe, Ouch. no, no, no. You got to wow. do this. You got to do that. That's a reality. Yes. But you know what? I, I try to help her out as a parent. And even ever say, even if she no, wasn't my daughter, I would do the same. Yeah. But I try to help her out. I'm like, listen, Chloe, I don't think that works good there. Maybe you yeah. should do this, do that. And she'll change it, you know, depending how she feels. You ever say sometimes dad is like an 80s boy band? The way <laughs> the way I write my songs, I'm I'm very like strict when I write my songs. So if I write a song one way, it has to be that way forever. Because the way I think about songwriting is that you only you capture your emotions in that one moment. Well, artists are very, very love. My brother was an artist; he was a musician. And I, it is uh, he would listen to something over and over again and say, "I missed it right there. I yeah. missed it. I'm listening to it. Mm. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, right? Listen. He'd play it back and forth, and I'm like, I don't hear it. Yeah. But in his world, mm -hmm. it was like the worst thing ever. It was like mm. he missed a period at the end of a sentence. Yeah. And artists are so unique when it comes to that kind of skill. So, so I see a little back and forth here, so yeah. the the audience doesn't get the advantage yeah. of seeing you. you grimacing here yeah. <laughs> but has it ever come to there's just such an impasse creatively between the two of you that chloe storms off to her room and slams the door and you storm off to your room pete and you slam the door has it ever come to that no 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 never oh, it's too bad for vh1 behind the music behind the music there's gonna be a little vh1 behind the music behind the music behind the music you know what at the end of the day she wrote it her music yeah. i give her some guidance mm -hmm. what i what i think about the song yeah she wants to take my advice. It's fine if she doesn't. It's her song. I really can't yeah. do much. You know. Hmm. All right. Very nice. And uh, you have another song for us. Yes. What's this song you're gonna sing? So this one is called "Eyes on You." Ooh. And the title of that. Where do you get the uh, inspiration for that song? Um. So I got the title of the song when I wrote the chorus. Um. My my last line of my chorus is because I only got my eyes on you, and. That song kind of came about actually when I was just kind of like working at my summer job one day, like back like I think in 2017, 2018. I, the lyrics are a little bit, I wouldn't say misleading, but it's, in my chorus is kind of like, I don't care what people say, I don't care what they do. I only have my eyes on a certain thing. Um, but yeah, that, that song is honestly just kind of about um, having your eyes set on one thing in particular and you're not really here to be a people pleaser um you're just kind of here to show someone that you know like you can be the missing link well how about you uh, lead us into the song give us the 
the title and let's uh, we'll listen to it. Yeah, so this song is called Eyes on You and I hope you guys Of course, our Chloe, the singer-songwriter, just performed that beautiful song, and of course, her dad Pete, who's a musician a himself, proud who learned Papa. About... I mean, did you yeah, see? I don't know so. if you, we, as you were watching her, we were watching you, and there's just this yeah. glow 
uh, of just I, I tremendous. I my daughter sing. Yeah. But I mean, just uh, love what you have. It's mm -hmm. uh, it, it gave me little goosebumps that. Uh, was really sweet and special to have uh, your dad. Look at he's even tearing up. One thing I have to ask is, you know, when, when you have a, a talented child, mm -hmm. right, uh, whether it's sports, whether it's music, whether it's whatever, do you have to make a lot of sacrifices yourself as a parent? Do you find yourself doing that? Um, you do, you do. Um, it's hard, you know, especially like I own my own business, you know, yeah. so you have to, that's my child. She comes first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I do whatever I gotta do to make her um, succeed. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, mm -hmm. if I didn't, you know, I couldn't do what I wanted to do. So why not help my child mm -hmm. do what she wants to do? Yeah. Very nice. Well, we got Dad to cry in here. I think this is the first time in the den. I think it's. I think it's very sweet. It's amazing. And, you know, this is this is the passion. this is true love. It's and, and this is why we brought you both on yeah. because it's not just about you know the performer. They say that you know it's a it's a whole unit. There's like we said behind the scenes, yeah. right behind the music. Yeah. Um, and we realize how, no. how <laughs> instrumental <laughs> the tissue box is making its way over to the crying happened. This is where all my clients go. I tell you, there's a lot of types are very emotional. No, it's fantastic. We, we, no. Listen, what dad is in front of their child when they see them perform, whatever it is? Mm -hmm. uh, you just look up because that Fisher Price xylophone. When I saw my child, <laughs> man, I was a blubbering man. I just couldn't hold that. So, no, that's cool. No. So uh, clearly, you've been listening to a lot of music, Chloe, in your very young life. Um, who inspires you? Who are some of your favorite singer-songwriters, musicians, bands? Yeah. So I think I honestly first got into Kelly Clarkson. I feel like I had, like, one of my first CDs Aguilera. was, yeah, I liked Christina Aguilera a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, I used to listen to Kelly Clarkson all the time. And then I really started getting into Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. T-Swift. Um, obviously. And Avril, you like Avril? I do love Avril yeah. a lot. She writes her own songs, yes. too. Yes. She's also a very big inspiration for me as well. And I also really like Michelle Branch. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. What's happened to Michelle Branch? She had a couple of big hits back in, yeah. I think, the early 2000s. I know I I when I used to take guitar lessons I used to ask like can I play Michelle Branch can I learn how to play Taylor Swift like mm -hmm. Kelly Clarkson like I I used to play all those songs for um for cafe patrons when I used to play uh -huh. live at so do you go by cafe. Chloe is that just yes Chloe is it C H L O E yes Chloe with little yeah I have like is there an umlaut yeah over the yeah okay. Chloe. I think that's that's one of my favorite accents. The false. Is the, is the umlaut. Yeah. It's not quite like the tilde. Yeah. But an umlaut you can't go wrong with. You know, it has a lot of personality. Now, do you do you sign your name, especially like the big C? And are you practicing your your autograph? I mean, I have like have to. I have very messy. Oh, you're a lefty. Right? Yeah, that I'm a lefty. That explains everything. Too. Yeah. And by the way, it was Left Handers Day. Yeah. At the end of August, of course, this oh, episode wow. drops on Labor Day, but oh. just a couple weeks ago was International yeah. Left Handers Day. Yeah. Okay. Fun fact that nobody nobody really asked for, but I'm giving to you. No, anyway. but the fact you're bringing about it, one fact we're trying to figure out is, do people come up to you and say, "Oh, you sound like so and so," that you remind me of this particular singer? Does that happen at all? It happens occasionally. I've been told that I sound like Jewel. All right. A little oh, bit. Okay. Um, I've also been told that I get that I give people. Oh my God. She had better teeth though. Than Sarah. Sorry, I had to say. It. <laughs> She makes fun of herself. I'm sorry. Who else? No, no, no it's okay. Um, Sarah Bareilles. Yeah. I get that. I get that I like sometimes, yeah. but I, I don't like to be compared to other artists, yeah. even though it is a compliment. Like I, I try my very hardest to. So to no have one calls you David song. Bowie. Billy <laughs> <or laughs> <really> Idol. <laughs> but you're a, you're a lefty. Yes. But you don't play the guitar like Hendrix and McCartney. No, no. I play I I play writing. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, for those I who wish, I, think I, that wish I knew how to yeah, play both. For those who didn't know, Adam B, being uh, astute as you were, brought out the mm. picture that you were taking of Chloe while she was playing, and she actually plays with her right hand. Mm -hmm. um, or yeah, plays the so. guitar as a righty. Yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely. Yeah. Well, learned a lot, had a lot of fun on this episode. Hopefully, Pete, you did. Chloe, you did. Pete, hopefully this of was course. a nice jog down memory lane. Oh, yes, it was. I also <laughs> wanted to give a shout-out to Danielle. Remember her? This is the, the the lady that actually um, um, connected us with uh, Carl. With Carl Brister. Oh, Carl Brister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's very yeah. nice. So without her, this wouldn't have happened. So uh, this yeah. is great. Yeah. I mean, you know, unfortunately for you, you have a connection for life here. Yeah. And, and hopefully he's serious. you can help he's like each a vampire. other. Yeah. He'll never leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> but but my powers are for good. 
My powers are for good, and you know, hopefully, we uh, not only get to see you perform, but maybe we can perform together at some venue. You know, I, we do a lot of comedy. I know we I do. do a lot of you comedy. You do a lot of comedy. I did it once. I'm looking to do more. Yeah. Do I it speak again. all over the place. But I think there's opportunities for comedy and music, so hopefully, mm. we'll get a chance to collaborate. But enough about us. A little bit more about you before we bring the interview home. Where can we find you? Yes, so I am mainly on Instagram for now. I have an account. My music account is at Chloe's underscore tunes. At Chloe's? Chloe's tunes. Chloe's tunes. There's no apostrophe, yes. right? Because no. they don't allow that. No, yeah, they don't. Or umlauts. So it's no. <laughs> C-H-L-O-E-S underscore underscore, oh, underscore tunes. Yeah. Tunes. T-U-N-E-S. Yes. Chloe's tunes. Chloe's tunes. Please check it out. I think you're going to enjoy it. We're going to post uh, some recordings of her performances here in the den mm -hmm. at Bad to the Dead. Pete, Chloe, thank you so much for making time and for performing here in the den. It was an absolute joy, and it was great to see you again. Well, thank you. Thank really you for having us. Thank you for helping kick it. off season number eight, episode number one. one. We are Bad to the Dead. Download us wherever you find podcasts. Hi, everyone. Adam D. here. You know, the North Jersey counties of Essex, Union, and Morris have become very popular because of their competitive school system, great parks, civic living, but the housing market has gotten red hot. So if you're planning on moving to these counties, you're going to want to have somebody on your side, a real strong advocate that knows the market and lives here too. And that is Idan Karen of the Stan K team, the top 1% of realtors in the area. You wanna reach out to Adon, he is gonna take care of you. You can contact him by phone at 516-730-4726, or you can find him on Instagram at Adon.realtor, that's I-D-A-N.realtor on Instagram. Adon Karen from the Stan K team. You can't go wrong. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. First again, want to thank our sponsors, Berman Branding and Idan Karen from the Stan K Realty Team. Appreciate you joining us for another ride in Season 8. Amazing. Also want to thank our guests, Pete and Chloe. Wow, wow. how wonderful was Chloe? I could listen to her like forever. She needs to be on iTunes because I, I mean, need to download her whole catalog. Beautiful voice. Yeah. Do you notice how she was all made up? Like she was actually presenting in a. I think she knew real, we were going to take pictures. We're going to take pictures. Uh, and her dad, how about the tears? Yeah, yeah baby. Yeah. We got well, tears listen, out of pops. It's, it's a good. You know, it, it, when you when you look at, at a lot of these performers, especially these these younger performers, yeah. you have to realize it's not just the individual going out mm -hmm. and booking clubs and writing songs. It's a family affair. It is. Right? And his passion. I mean, look what we learned about him. He was like legit all in this. He was a freestyle, his business. Uh, freestyle uh, Hispanic yeah. uh, band, like a menudo kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, in, uh, in Latino yeah. world. So, yeah. as I kept saying Brazilian, it was actually Latino. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I realized my errors in my ways. I didn't uh, You'll learn catch it, it soon enough. You'll but, learn uh, it. Wow. And he was such a proud papa. And a good guy. That was a great good guy, guy. And he's very proud of his daughter and uh, sang some nice songs. Very nice songs. Very pretty songs. And all All original. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and if you go on her Instagram, you'll see uh, her writing pen to paper mm -hmm. and all the cross outs yep. and her working through all the rhyming huh. schemes. Did not know that. So yeah, go go check out uh, go check out her her Instagram account, which is uh, uh, there's a lot of content there. So that's good. So we're gonna keep things rolling. Uh, episode two coming up, of course, next week. It'll and we realized that this week was a little bit longer of an episode because yes. it's been some time. We had some live music. Uh, actually recorded music, but live music, yep. and uh, we just had to go big. We yeah. felt like season eight was a time to reintroduce ourselves out into the world, that we are legit for real. We had yeah. lots of people listen on a regular basis throughout the course of the summer, and now we're hitting the ground running. We got an incredible season. You've done such a great job with, with guests, some really great surprises. I'm so excited for season eight, brother. Yeah. Wow, Adam yeah. D. Yeah. Season we eight. Are, uh, like I said, we're going to commit to give you 12 episodes, including the the Dad Geeks. Yes. We have so much to catch up on. So much to catch up but, on. But uh, it's always a lot of fun because I always love everybody's take on the franchise that they know the most about. And uh, it makes me laugh. Oh, yeah. Like a belly laugh. 
Well, it's available because you know, these people do have jobs, they, uh, presumably. One would think are not make, with a couple of them. Money and are all a couple, kind of the breadwinners of their homes. A, a couple of them doesn't necessarily, I, I'd be surprised. They spend so much time on this that it seems like they've got a lot of free time on their yeah. hands. Yeah, I think they're uh, actually excited for when their kids leave and go to college because that's another room yeah, where so superhero tchotchkes can be put. I'll go, I'll go. Yeah. So who do, you, who do you have coming up for next week? Yeah, we have uh, you're really one of my, my professional favorites, uh, a guy by the name of Drew Tarvin, mm-hmm. who is a comedian, but used to work for Procter & Gamble, mm-hmm. and now he is, I guess, self-proclaimed or otherwise, the first humor engineer. Humor engineer. Humor engineer. So he's written two books. One okay. is called The United States of Comedy, uh-huh. where he challenged himself to go to every state, quit his job, uh-huh. got a car, went to every state, and either did a speaking engagement or stand-up. No kidding. And he wrote another book, which has caught wildfire, called Humor That Works, about how to use humor, and not like ha-ha, on the floor, pee in your pants, belly laugh humor, but just how to use good humor at work huh. to engage your people and yep. excite them about coming into work. And you always find these great people, so I, I'm looking forward been, to it. He's been everywhere. He's a, he's, a, he's a speaker. He's done TED Talks. He's got one of the most downloaded TED Talks. Who doesn't want to laugh? You know what? If you don't want to laugh, I think you're sus, as yeah. the kids would say. Sus as in suspicious? Yeah, I think yeah. a suspect. I think, yeah. uh, you know, I want to laugh. You want to laugh? Always. Always. So you think we'll do some laughing next week? I think there'll be some laughter. There yeah. might be, If there's not going to be stand-up, there'll be some shit. He's also big on improv. I know you're big yep, on improv. We might improv. do some improv. That would be when, fun. Why don't we do some improv? The yes, shit? but or yes and. He, I'll tell you. We'll see what he's got in his bag of tricks. Right. But he is—he's really wonderful. I actually attended one of his uh, Zoom workshops just mm-hmm. a few months ago. Just for stuff Hi, and giggles. Highly entertaining. I want to see how it how it plays out. Because you do your homework, you do your research on. Highly our entertaining. I loved his books, and now I can't wait for him to be a guest on the fastest growing dad theme podcast in all of humanity. And who would that be? That's bad to the dead. Bad to the what? Bad to the dead. There you go. There <laughs> with you Coach go. Randy and Adam D. Hey, we're going to take you home, not with our regular theme, but how about another gem, another bonus track from our guest today, and that's Chloe. Thanks, listeners. Have a great week. Mm-hmm.